In today's episode, we're getting down to the foundation of movement. Whether in your physical bodies, in your mind, or in your relationship with God, today we are taking the first step. And before we get started, I want to share with you something incredibly personal to me. I have created the Build Your Bible Time program to help you take the first step in this journey with God. After years in my relationship with God, growing, traveling, serving, earning a degree in all things Bible, and working for a church full-time, it wasn't until nearly five years ago that I ultimately made the decision and took the first step for me. That is when I finally decided to open my Bible at home and read it every day. And from that first step, my own growth and life has bounded forward. The Build Your Bible Time program is the most foundational program to take you from questions and insecurity to confidently spending time with God in His Word every day. And enrollment is now open. You can head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com for all the details. So, when it comes to taking the first step in any goal you have, what's stopping you? What's making you sit while you listen to this podcast, even though every episode I encourage you to put on your sneakers and head out the door? What is it in our minds that halts us and delays us when it comes to taking the first step? I'm here today to not only talk all about it, but give you the structure to just take that step. Welcome to His Word, My Walk where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. Let me start by saying this. If you've been listening to these episodes and telling yourself, next time, I'm going to actually go for a walk when I listen. Well, this is your third reminder in the last three minutes to do it. Now is your time to press pause, put your sneakers on, and head out the door. For real this time. And for you. I promise you it's worth it. This 20-minute walk counts. All you have to do is take the first step. Make the decision right now for you. Why is it a struggle? Why is that first step most often the hardest? What is it about getting started that has so much pushback in our minds? As I started doing some research about how powerful it is to take the first step and how difficult it can be mentally, I came across a list of synonyms to this concept and I found some of them kind of interesting, so I wanted to share these phrases with you right here. Taking the first step can also be summed up as breaking ground initiating, beginning, leading the way, blazing a trail, laying the foundation, instigating, setting in motion, and getting the ball rolling. We use those phrases all the time, right? I hope one of them resonated with you for a particular situation in your life. And I encourage you over these next 17 minutes or so to listen with that situation in mind. My prayer is that by the end of this episode, you will have a strategy in place and that you will actually take the first step. The first step marks a decision. It's a direction. It's a declaration. It's a commitment to moving forward despite your fears or self-doubt. 
The first step gives you momentum and belief in your project, your goal, your purpose. So let's really get into this. As I was praying about how to break this up, how to give you some pointers without calling them steps, (laughs) the Lord helped me come up with using the word step as an acronym. S-T-E-P. So let's go. S. Say it. Say it. Use your power and say it. The Bible is so clear about the power of our words. Proverbs 18.21 states, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. That's the New Living Translation of the Bible, but you may have heard this popular verse quoted in the New King James Version of the Bible like this, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The writer of Proverbs is declaring the truth that words have power. How you speak about yourself, your situation, whatever it is, you will reap the consequences, either good or bad, of the words you choose. And if all you constantly say is, I can't, I don't have time, I'll never be able to, and nothing ever works out for me, then, well, you will reap that. That negativity is the kind of fruit you will produce in your life. But if you speak life, if you speak phrases like, I'm going to hit this goal, I'm nervous, but I'm still going to do it. I don't understand every word, but I am committed to opening my Bible every day and trying. That's speaking life. Say it. I mean, the world is clear about the power words have. You have a voice. Use it for your benefit. Use it to encourage yourself. Use it to encourage and lift up others. Use it to get to your goal. Say it. And if you're feeling insecure or questioning yourself when it comes to speaking life into this situation... I encourage you to check out episode three of this podcast, Confidence, how to find it, how to get it, how to keep it. Do you know what else happens when you say it? When you actually speak your goal, your dream, your purpose out loud? Accountability has an opportunity to come alongside you. Whether it's a person or a deadline, once you say it, it's out there. Accountability is a little trick that can help anyone who is heading into a new venture. Your accountability may be a friend, a person, a trainer, a coach. It may be a date in your calendar you set as a deadline. It may even be social media. Do you know that one of the top accountability partners I have when it comes to my Bible time is the people on social media who actually read, like, comment, and send me messages every day responding to my personal Bible time and prayers that I post in the morning? That is accountability. Accountability doesn't have to even be a person. It might be that little black dress you have hanging in your closet that you've pulled out front and center to keep you motivated toward that goal of feeling fabulous in it in a couple months. So now that you're speaking it, now that you're saying the goal out loud, let's move on to the T in the word step. Today. Today. Take action today. Let me ask you a question. What's something on your New Year's resolution list? Something that was on your list this year or something on your list for next year? This is the issue I have with New Year's resolutions. Cool, you have a goal to try something new, to be disciplined, to save more, to exercise more, to read your Bible, to go to church, to go to the gym. Well, how many days, weeks, 
and even months before January 1st, do you talk about this resolution and what you plan to do beginning January 1st? Like, hello? Just start today. Oh, but your little devotional book you bought doesn't start day one until January 1st? Well, then turn to the back and begin with what day it is today. Or hey, open your Bible and get to reading. Or look online for a daily devotional that will carry you until January 1st. Is it okay if I go on a little rabbit trail rant as if I haven't already started one? (laughs) Look, I have an issue with the Bible in one year plans. Oh, and for the record, I've bought one and set out on the escapade one time. But the thing was, it was so much. And missing one day left me feeling so far behind that I stayed one day behind. Then I missed another day and I was forever two days behind. Well, with that set out 365 day plan, I was not enjoying reading the Bible. I was not enjoying spending time with my Heavenly Father. I was reading assigned pages as homework just to hopefully in 365 days say that I completed the task I set before myself as a New Year's resolution to read this book cover to cover. Let me be clear with you right now if you've had these feelings before. Let me show you what grace and love and a relationship with God is. The goal as a believer is not to finish the Bible in one year. The goal is to spend intentional time with God, in His Word, every day, forever. There is no finish line. And actually, what we may call our earthly finish line is actually the starting line. And with that, let me get back to my main point of taking the first step today. Take the step today. Now, besides delaying your start date, sometimes the thing that makes you not want to take the first step is that ever-popular P word. Yep, procrastination. Oh, I will raise both hands up high on this one, but I'm also the person who will say, I'm not a procrastinator, but I really work well under pressure. For instance, there are times I'm recording this podcast hours before my deadline to release it. So, as long as I have a deadline, as long as I have a goal with a date attached to it, Oh, it will happen in my life. I may be up cramming the night before, but like I said, if there's a date attached, it will happen. I will finish the assignment. So I actually don't have a problem with procrastinating when there's a deadline. I do have an issue with waiting until the last minute to meet the deadline. But the thing I do have a problem with in the world and with people is procrastinating taking the first step without a set deadline. Putting off even starting because you don't have a clear idea of the result you want or what you need to achieve it. That is the kind of procrastinating I have a problem with and that is the kind of procrastinating we need to overcome by simply taking the first step. Whatever your project, idea, goal, desire is, if you're not making progress, identify that manageable small next step and get support if necessary. Your tiny next steps are what will get the idea out of your head and into the world and make your vision a reality, God using you. Taking the first step is perhaps the most difficult thing to do in achieving any dream. There are so many obstacles that make it hard and well, let me help you get over those. Three things here. Number one, don't wait until the situation is perfect. 
The situation will never be perfect. No matter how or when you see it, there will always be something that makes you think again. Number two, don't wait until other people agree with you. There will always be opposition, and that is perfectly normal and even healthy. If you wait until everyone agrees with you, you'll never start. And number three, don't wait until you have all the skills. The truth is, you will learn more by doing than by waiting. So you'll learn more by doing than by reading yet another book, another blog, taking another course. Stop procrastinating and start doing. You know how when you're in a job interview, a job you really want, and they ask you about your weakness? How come in that situation you have no problem turning your weakness from a negative to a positive so quickly? How come you've practiced and prepped turning what others may see as an insecurity or lack of qualification into this professional-sounding positive, making you perfect for the job? Yet when it comes to something just for you, something God has called and qualified you to do, now all of a sudden you have doubts. Now all of a sudden you need to wait. Oh, and you're not alone. I've totally been there with you more than once. Look, the bottom line is this. The best time to take the first step is now, today. Let's move on. Remember, we're spelling the word step. So S, say it. T, today. E, easy. That's right. Make it easy. The first step shouldn't be something you have to be afraid of or be completely insecure or worried about. The first step should be easy. When I go through phases of running in my life, yes, I said phases, I'm, I'm not an avid runner. I definitely go through phases. But when I do, I like to listen to guided runs. If you've never tried a guided run, what happens is something similar to going for a walk with me in your ear right now, but more specific and more coaching. I use the Nike running app and here's the best part. I play my own music of choice in the background and when the coach comes on to speak It just quietens my music down and the professional running coach is there to encourage me. He or she pops in at the one mile mark to tell me how I'm doing, distract me, coach me on what my breathing should be like, what my arms should be doing, even how to tie my shoes properly to prepare for the run. But on nearly every run I choose, whether it's a 4K, a 5K, a 20-minute run, a 6-minute run, or something longer, every coach begins the run by encouraging me to run easy. The first part of the run should always be easy. Do you have a goal in mind? Did you get a situation in your mind at the start of this podcast that you've been thinking through? Whether in your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your finances, whatever it is, do you have a goal in mind? But you feel so overwhelmed with other areas of your life that you can't possibly imagine taking on something else right now? Yeah, I know. Life is a lot. But that goal, that dream, it matters. It matters to you and it matters to your overall healthy lifestyle. So although you feel like you can't put anything else on your plate, I'm here to challenge you to take an easy step. So you want to lose 20 pounds? I'm not telling you to spend money on a gym membership. I'm not telling you to spend money on supplements, on pills, on a nutritionist, on a trainer even. I'm not telling you to sign up for a 5K. I'm literally asking you, for now the fourth time in the last 15 minutes, to put your shoes on and go for a walk for 20 minutes. That's the first step. Bonus tip, take a full venti of water with you while you go for that walk. Boom. 
You just drank an extra 20 ounces of water, moved your body, and got some encouragement for your relationship with God all at the same time. Worth it? Absolutely. Hard? Not really. Just take the first step and make it an easy one. And finally, press on. You press on. As I thought through this acronym, I thought, what should the letter P represent? Push hard? Push through? Personal goal? People and accountability? Well, I settled on press on. Why? Because it's true, but also because in the Bible, Paul encourages the believers by explaining to them that he himself decided to press on. In his letter to the Philippians, which he wrote while in prison, he spoke to them about the value of knowing Christ and maturing. He still says, I press on. In fact, he says it twice. The second time preceding the statement by explaining that he has not reached perfection. He has not achieved it. Then he states in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Press on. So you messed up before. So you fell off the wagon. So you slipped up. Forget about all that. It's behind you. Look forward and press on. And remember, the only way you can press on is by taking the first step. If you're still struggling with this, picture an airplane. Get the image of a 737 in your mind. Now, whether you're in the exit row with the extra legroom or you're up front drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass, when it's time to go, time to take off, time to take that first step to get off the ground, you better have your seatbelt buckled. The takeoff requires fuel. In fact, airplanes use more fuel during the liftoff phase than the cruising altitude phase. And I love that analogy, especially when speaking of your own goals and the effort you have to put in to get things off the ground. But I want to focus on the step the pilot takes even before liftoff. The actual first step to back away from the gate. The easy step. I want you to focus on the decision the pilot makes to initiate the fuel pump. I want you to think about the pilot coming over the loudspeaker to say it. To say, prepare for takeoff. I want you to think about that pilot following instructions down to the minute to take the step because there are other planes and pilots and schedules depending on that plane taking off at that exact moment. Any delay? And there are a lot of unhappy passengers, right? And I want you to think about the pilot pressing on. Through the most difficult part of the flight, the liftoff phase, that pilot pressing on against all resistance, all gravity, and the weather, and the air pockets in the sky, but pressing on. You can do this. That situation you thought about at the beginning of this episode, do you still have it in your mind? Now it's time for you to apply these tips. Say it. Speak life to your situation. You've got this. Today. No more procrastinating, no more worrying, not knowing the full picture. Find the easy, almost no-brainer action to take. Take that first step, then press on. The first step makes the project real, and the next steps begin to light up a clear path forward. And as you press on, you will gain momentum with every next step. Consistency and persistence are the biggest indicators of success. The willingness to take the next step after the next step. 
All you have to do is decide right now to just take that first one. There are people out there ready for and needing what God has put inside you. Your yes, your goal, your purpose is necessary in order for others to be blessed. So just take the first step. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Fit. If you enjoy these episodes, could you do me a favor? Please share them on your social media feed and don't forget to tag me. I'll see you next time.